What is the mother of all wake-up calls? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me today is Dr. Christian Northrup. Dr. Northrup co-founded the Women to Women Healthcare Center in Yarmouth, Maine, is past president of the American Holistic Medical Association, speaks internationally on women's health, and is the author of the best-selling books, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, and The Wisdom of Menopause. Dr. Northrup, welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us about the law of attraction and how does that apply to one's state of health? Oh, that is such a good question. I'm thrilled that you asked it because it is at the heart of everything in our lives, including our state of health. The law of attraction is the number one law of the universe, and it basically stated is that like attracts like, and as you think and believe, so you vibrate because Einstein said E equals MC squared. Energy and matter are interconvertible, and all matter has a certain vibration, and your vibration is created primarily by your thoughts and your beliefs, and that is what attracts to you the circumstances of your life. So I often say to someone, if you want to know what you believe, look around See who your friends are, what kind of a car you're driving, where you're living, who your mate is, and all of these are the direct result of the law of attraction. Now, the good news is the minute you change your point of attraction, you'll change the circumstances of your life. Not instantly, but over time, absolutely. And that gives you the ability to manifest the health that you want, and the dreams that you want. And this is, of course, simple, not necessarily easy, but I have put this to the test in over 30 years of being a doctor, and I can tell you the people who get well and stay well or the people who never get sick are simply the ones who absolutely believe in health far more than they believe in disease. Can you tell us a story about this? Yes, I want to give you some stories about how this works. Again, it's nice to do it from my own life because then I know I'm not using someone else's stuff. When I was writing the book Mother Daughter Wisdom, which took me eight years, I spent one day writing down everything I could think of about my mother that bugged me because I was trying to just get it down on paper. This was not to put in a book. And I unearthed all of these childhood things about her. She's, you know, she's like Sir Edmund Hillary. She's out climbing mountains all the time. She likes camping. I mean, she's a fabulous, fabulous role model. But as a kid, I couldn't stand that stuff. I wanted to sit by the fire and read books. And so it was all about whatever brought her happiness and So I was always dragged along, and I was never an athlete, and all the rest of the family was. Anyway, all this material is coming up because it created a certain set of beliefs in me that I wasn't worthy to be in this family, that I wasn't a good athlete, and all of that stuff. As I'm writing this just after, I found that I had irritation 
under my left contact lens. And I took out the lens, and I washed it, and then I put it back in, and it was still irritated. And then I had to go to New York. You know, I had to have the lens in, and it was still irritated. Long story short, I ended up with a very severe corneal ulcer in my left eye, which required a corneal biopsy, and a very rare condition called infectious crystalline keratopathy, in my cornea, which is seen only in people who've had organ transplants or who are immune compromised. There's only 80 cases in the medical literature. Now, I do not have immune compromise. I don't have an organ transplant, which requires me to be on immunosuppressant drugs. What happened there is that I uncovered my own anger, but I wasn't aware of the anger, and it came out in this eye problem. Now, the eyes are in the liver meridian. The liver in traditional Chinese medicine is the emotion associated with the liver is anger, is rage. And so by the law of attraction, my unfinished business with my mother came out in a serious eye condition. Also, there were things about it that I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see that this is how I really felt. It's your mother, for heaven's sakes. And so my body spoke to me, but it all originated with my own anger and with my own emotions and my own inability at the moment to see that. But what happened is, because I eventually did see that, and interestingly, I got better, not with all the antibiotics that I was given, but with very high doses of vitamin C. And a woman pointed out to me, that's vitamin C, (laughs) S-E-E. And vitamin C is a very powerful antioxidant, a very powerful anti-inflammatory. And I was taking about 50 grams a day. I have a cast iron stomach. And that turned things around. And then eventually I could see what I hadn't wanted to see before and Though my condition was supposed to be irreversible, it reversed itself, and now I have one just tiny, tiny little scar in the cornea that doesn't affect my vision. There are many other stories. One of my partners at Women to Women way back dropped a log on her foot, log for firewood, and she said that just before she dropped it, her thought was, I need a break. I need a break from work, and boom, she got a break. I've had other people say to me, thank God I had that car accident. My life was speeding out of control, and I needed a rest. So that's the law of attraction at work in someone's health. Does that answer that for you? It certainly does. Thank you. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is Dr. Christian Northrup, author of the best-selling books, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, and the Wisdom of Menopause. Doctor, you say it takes courage to be healthy and happy. What do you mean? It takes enormous courage to be healthy and happy because our society rewards you for being sick. You can't take a day off from work unless you take a sick day. If you say to someone, I've had cancer, 
then there's this sort of hushed, oh, my God, we have to treat you differently. There's power in that. Now, I'm not saying anyone chooses cancer or anyone creates cancer deliberately. But I had a patient once who had cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma. She was driving to my office, and suddenly the clouds parted, and there was this big ray of sun, you know, one of those God skies. And she said, I finally got it. I don't need to get sick to get my mother's attention. When she was a little kid, the only way she could get her mother's attention was to be sick. There were six kids, and she never got the attention she wanted. And the only way to get it was to be sick. So, here's my motto, by the way. It's happy, healthy, dead. Happy, healthy, dead. I see so many people that are dependent on their children, dependent on the system, when, in fact, each of us has the ability to be healthy and strong. We should be interdependent. I call my home situation assisted living. I'm already in assisted living. I have people help me with all kinds of things, but <laughs> but I take responsibility for my health, and I never expect the medical system to take care of it. They rarely do, as a matter of fact, in, in this culture, though I have to say the fibroid removal was fabulous. That was a nice experience I was in. I was out. I loved the surgeon. But in general, it takes courage to take 100% responsibility for your health and your life and to not blame the government, the health insurance companies, your employer, your mother. I mean, back when I was angry with my mother, I was in a state of anger and blame, and I also knew that if I was going to stay healthy, I better do what I could to get out of it. So I did a couple years of forgiveness work and releasing work whenever I'd take a walk I would say, I bless and release you, I forgive you, I loose and let you go, and then I would do her and whatever other relatives or kids or whatever that I needed to do. So it takes courage to live that way because, you know, there is a certain negative pleasure in sitting down and talking about how awful it is and how it should be different and somebody should be taking care of whatever it is. Explain Happy Healthy Dead. Okay. Happy Healthy Dead is something that I learned from Jerry and Esther Hicks. And it's that you go through your life and you live healthfully until it's time to go. And then you just leave the planet. We have a belief in this culture that you can't die without oxygen tubes up your nose. But I have to say, everyone in my family has done this. My dad dropped dead playing tennis with my mother. My sister was killed in a car accident. My grandmother dropped dead of a heart attack, shoveling snow. So everyone's been instantly dead. They were happy and healthy the minute before, and then, boom, they weren't here. We sort of don't believe in the chronic disease that dwindles, where you lose your hearing and you lose your eyesight and you lose your ability to walk and you just slowly hang around. Alzheimer's disease, I really believe, is people who aren't quite ready to leave, they're afraid to go, but they don't really want to stay and they'd like to get in the state where someone else can take care of them. So Happy Healthy Dead is my response to the belief that aging must be associated with infirmity and it must be associated with going downhill. I mean, I look at the rhetoric from the government about 
prescription drugs for the elderly. Oh, my God. My mother's 82. She's coming up to help my sister move. She decided to wait till they had the really heavy things to lift. And she's with her friend who's 84. And they just got back from hiking about 10 mountains in the Adirondacks. So this is what I want us to focus on as a nation is how we can be happy, healthy, and then dead. We're out of here. Got it. Good. Dr. Northrup, thank you so much for joining us today. You are so welcome. It's been my pleasure. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.